Shalom Vucha. For a long time, I desire to translate and to explain a little bit from the holy water of the Likutei Moran, the books that the book that was written by Rabbi Nachman of Westlev, book that is a source of inspiration with no end. And definitely, we can give a whole class about the Likutei Moran, but let's just jump into the reviving refreshing water, water of life, and we'll learn Likutemoran. So, Bezat El Elyon, by the help of the Almighty, Highly God, that heavens and earth he established, he bought for himself, that it's his, and gave us his Torah from the desert as a free gift, we will start printing, exploring, explaining new wisdom that was never revealed until now, on the words of Rabba Barbarchana. The first few Torah in Likutei Moran are based on the words of the holy sage Rabba Barbarchana, this holy righteous man. Rabbi Nachman chose his wisdoms um, that were revealed by him in the Talmud, in the Gemara, to be a foundation for Rabbi Nachman's wisdom. So, there is a story that Rabbi Barbar Hana came in the dream to Rabbi Nachman of Westlev and asked him, why aren't you explaining my Torah, my wisdom that is written in the Gemara? So Rabbi Nachman took it upon himself to open the light that was treasured in the words of Rabbi Barbar Hana. So after Rabbi Nachman is explaining a huge wisdom in his Torah, he is showing to us that all that wisdom is also fit into the wisdom of Rabbi Barbar Khanna. By that, he's showing to us that that wisdom is treasured in the words of this holy sage. And by that merit, we will have the merit to climb up to the city of Zion, to Yerushalayim, in great joy, Birnana, in songs, El Kiryat Melech David Khanna, to the city of King David, where he parked, where was his place. So Torah Aleph, first Torah in Likutei Moran, we're not finishing it today, but we shall start. Praised or happy are those ones, innocent ones who are walking in the path of the Torah of Hashem. You should know that by the Torah, when people are learning Torah, thinking Torah, explaining Torah, wanting Torah, all aspects of Torah wisdom, by the Torah, all the prayers and all the requests are being accepted. All those prayers and requests that we're asking and praying, they are being accepted. And the grace and the importance of the people of Israel is being raised in front of anyone that needs, spiritually and physically means angels that are helping the people of Israel to climb and to rise to their holy success and physically in the ears and eyes and minds of ministers, of leaders, of important people who can assist and help. And very important every time that we mention the name Israel, people of Israel, to remember that when we're talking about the people of Israel, we're talking about hundreds of millions of people. We're not talking only about the Jewish people that are one tribe 
out of 12. We're talking about the whole completion of the 12 tribes, the children of Yaakov. Because now, because of our horrible sins, the real grace and importance of the people of Israel fell. Because now, the main importance and grace is among the nations. But by the Torah, when the people of Israel are learning Torah, the grace and the importance of the people of Israel is rising. Why? Because the Torah is called Ayelet Ahavim Ve'ya'alat Chen. The simple explanation of the verse Ayelet Ahavim Ve'ya'alat Chen is the deer that is beloved and gazelle that is full of grace. That the sages learned on that verse that the Torah has the power to bring up grace on its learners. When people are learning Torah, the Torah is pulling grace on them. And by that, all the prayers and the requests are being accepted. That was one section. Second section. Because the Israeli person needs always to look in the wisdom of everything and to bond himself into the wisdom and understanding that there is in everything, in anything, means that we need to understand the purpose, the meaning, the essence, the reason for anything that comes into our lives. For what? For that wisdom to shine upon us. Which wisdom? The one that there is inside everything to come closer to Hashem Barach, to the Creator, by that thing. So anything that happens to you in life is coming for a reason. And if you're going to find that reason, you're going to understand that that thing happened to you to bring you closer to the Creator. Because the wisdom is a great light and it's shining for the person in all his ways. Like that it's written in Kohelet, words of King Solomon, the wisdom of the person will shine his face. So you see that wisdom is shining. So the wisdom is a great light. And that is the aspect of Yaakov. Because Yaakov gained, um, I don't know how you say that, eldership. He was the one that became elder. He was the one who got the blessing for being elder. That is the beginning. That is in the aspect of wisdom. Like that it's written, Rashid Chochma. The first thing is wisdom. So you see that wisdom, that is the thing that Yaakov gained, was first. So Yaakov became first, and by that he became wise. And that's the aspect of what it is written in Bereshit. Vayakveni zepamaim, that Esav said, Vayakveni zepamaim. Yaakov was following me twice. Yaakov was cheating me twice. And Unkelos explained, what does it mean that Esav said, what was the intention of Esav when he said that Yaakov was following him twice? Vechakmani, he was wiser than me. So you see that Yaakov gained wisdom. And that is the aspect of the sun. Because the wisdom is shining to the person in all his ways, like the sun that is shining. And that's the aspect of the verse, 
the path of the righteous one is shining bright and walking with them till the end of the day. So the sun, the light is escorting them and shining for them in all their ways. And that is the aspect of the letter Chet. The letter Chet is the eighth letter in the Hebrew alphabet. And when we say the word Chet, that is the name of the letter, it sounds like the word Chiyut, Lashon Chiyut. Chiyut means life, because the wisdom and the knowledge of understanding of things is the Chiyut, is the essence of life. It's the power of life that revives, that gives life to anything. Like that it's written, the wisdom gives life to its owners. Means that, let's say that an apple is healthy, it's also tasty. So it's the reason why we have apples, okay? By like simple understanding, a house is a place that we can hide from the rain or can sleep at nights or like whatever, being in, in privacy and feel comfort. So that's what gives us the reason to build houses, to build nice houses. So you see that the houses are alive, apples are alive because of the wisdom that is treasured within them. But because that the wisdom, I'm sorry, but because that the light of the wisdom is very big, is very large, you cannot achieve it in any other way but through the aspect of the letter Nun. We spoke about Chet, that is Chiyut, life, and now we're saying that we cannot receive that Chiyut, that life, in any other way but through the letter Nun. Nun is a wonderful letter. The numeral value of the letter Nun is 50. That is in the aspect of kingship. Why the letter Nun is in the aspect of kingship? Like that it's written, Lifnei Shemesh Yinon Shemo. In front, not in front, before the sun is coming, Yinon Shemo, Yinon will be his name. One of the names of the true Messiah will be Yinon. And Rashi explained on that. Rashi was one of the uh, commentaries, holy commentaries on the Torah. And he said, Leshon Malchut, it means kingship. So before the sun, his name will be Yinon, means that before the time of redemption, the Messiah will come. And Rashi is aiming us to understand that this verse is talking about the Messiah because it's talking about kingship. And that's the aspect of the moon. Because the moon does not have light on of its own, just what that it receives from the sun, right? The moon is not shining, just the light that it receives from the sun, like the mirror. And that is the aspect of kingship that is written on the kingship, the late la migarma klum, that the kingship does not have anything on, of its own, from its own, just only what it's receiving from the chet, from the letter chet. A real true king is the one that knows that there is a higher king. The Messiah, the Melech HaMashiach, the king, is the one who knows that Hashem is the real king. So, 
The Chet, like we said, is the aspect of Chiyut, of life, aspect of wisdom, shining onto the moon. So the aspect of sun, that is the light, that is shining its wisdom, is shining to the moon. And the light of the moon becomes like the light of the sun. Explanation is needed. Explanation is needed. By you looking into the light of the wisdom that is treasured inside every situation and situation, by that you can enjoy the wisdom that is treasured within that thing. If you will not understand what the purpose of the house is, you will not enter into the house. But now that you looked and you observed and understood what's the purpose of the house, you can come into the house and enjoy. Build one and have one and live in one and enjoy it and bring guests into your house. But a person that is not tying and connecting himself into the wisdom and understanding and life that there is inside everything, that is the aspect of Esav, the brother of Yaakov, that disgraced the... I'm using this word again and again, eldership. I don't know if it's a word even in English, but that aspect of being elder, he rejected it, he disgraced it, he did not respect it. Like that it's written, It's not that Yaakov stole in the Bechorah, the eldership from Esav, it's just that Esav disgraced it and gave up on it for a bowl of soup. Yes, he rejected the wisdom. Like we said, that the wisdom is the aspect of Rashid, of the, the wisdom is the aspect of the first thing. The first thing, like we said, is the aspect of eldership. In the aspect of the verse, Lo ksil bitvuna, a silly person, a stupid person, will not desire wisdom. Just, he will desire hitgalut libo, behitgalut libo, only to express his feelings, to express his heart, to be self-centered. And that's the aspect of the evil kingship, the aspect of moon of the other side, like the dark side of the moon or something like that. That on it, it says, that the moon is ashamed. The moon is like a mirror. It's a tool. It's a potential. It's in power. If you, re, if you desire wisdom, the light will shine upon you and will go bright and will illuminate the world that depends on you. But if you turn your face away from it, so you're in that aspect of the other side of the moon, the dark side of the moon, and you're not catching the light of the sun, so you do not shine. And then you lost it. And that is the aspect of good inclination and evil inclination. Because the good inclination is called poor and wise in the aspect of kingship. That the kingship is in the aspect of poor and low. She is empty, the kingship. Because she does not have anything of her own. As the moon that we spoke about 
in the last class we spoke from Likute Moran that the moon is the aspect of kingship, that the moon receives its light from the sun. So the real king, he knows that he receives all his bounty, all his power from the heavenly kingship from above. So kingship is poor and low that knows exactly that all its power is coming from the highly source that is Hashem. And the kingship is receiving from wisdom. Wisdom is a higher level above kingship. That is called wisdom. Those are the sfirot. Sfirot are established in a certain order. So chokhmah, wisdom, is above kingship. Ve'yetzerara, and the evil inclination, nikra, is being called melech zaken uksil, a foolish king, an old, an old foolish king. <clears throat> that is in the aspect of the kingship of the other side of sitra achra. Sitra Acha is the other side, means the dark side of kingship. That does not have no desire to get wiser and to be improved and to develop. In the aspect of the verse, that is saying that the full person, and every person should give power to the aspect of kingship, holy kingship, Every person should give power to the aspect of holy kingship to over of the Sitra Achra. Everyone should give power to the real good kingship of holiness to overpower the kingship of Sitra Achra of the other side. And like that our holy sages said, always a person should make his good inclination upset on his evil inclination. Why a person should make himself upset, his good inclination upset on evil inclination? Because sometimes the evil inclination pretends to be good. It tells you, listen, you just need to rest a little bit more and eat a little bit more and drink a little bit more and like put your head now for another couple of hours. Oh, you know what? Just half an hour. In the end, you find yourself going to sleep for 70 years. So you must push yourself out of bed. You must push yourself out of your comfort zone. And the real way to do that is by upsetting yourself, asking yourself, like, what are you doing? Like, all day long you're going to sleep, all, all day, all night, for weeks already you haven't moved anything in your life. You're not, you're lazy. So it's like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. It's that aspect. And by what a person gives power to the holy kingship? By the Torah. By learning Torah with power. Like that our holy sages said that on that verse that we just learned, on that part of the Gemara that we just said, that the person should make his good inclination upset on the evil inclination, the next part over there is written, and if it worked, so great. But if not, he should learn Torah. So we can see over there that even though that they said that we need to upset our good inclination on our evil inclination, they also said that if it does not work, you need to learn Torah. The Torah is like fuel for the soul. It's pure energy. And like that our holy sages said, if that um, villain 
hurt you, pull him to Beit HaMidrash. You need to take him to the place of Torah learning. Means that if the evil, evil inclination hurt you and you find yourself under the uh, power of his darkness, so then you need to pull him to that place of Torah learning. What does it mean? It means that you need to pull yourself from his control to a place that is full of Torah because the light of the Torah will reject the darkness of the Sitra Acha, of the other side. Because by the Torah, he gives power to the holy kingship. And then the kingship that is in the aspect of the letter Nun, like we learned last class, receives chiyut, wisdom, life from chokhmah, from wisdom, life from wisdom. That is in the aspect of the letter Chet, and the letter Chet and the letter Nun are being attached and abandoned. And the light of the moon is shining as the light of the sun. And when that one is rising, the other one is falling. When the kingship of holiness and purity is rising, the kingship of darkness and the other side is falling. And then falling and canceling the evil inclinations kingship. Like that it's written in the prophet's verse, the paths of Hashem are straight. Tzadikim yilchubam, righteous people will walk in them. Ufoshim yikashlubam, and evil people, criminal, will fail in them. So you see that it's a straight path, and righteous people are able to walk in that path, but villains, evil people, are failing in the same path. So... It all depends in the intention. Your success depends in your intention. If you want to be purified, you shall be purified. If your intentions are, God forbid, different, the person can find himself lost and confused for 70 years long. So, by the path of Hashem means by the Torah, that the person desires to learn Torah, to come closer to Hashem. By that, the righteous people, those ones that are attaching themselves to the holy kingship, to the kingship of holiness. They are getting stronger, those righteous ones, and they're receiving power by that. And criminals will fail in them in the aspect of the evil kingship, the aspect of the evil inclination that is falling and surrendering by the Torah. Because the Torah is rebuking and revealing the truth about Every act, about every action. So if a person is doing something and he's claiming that that thing is beautiful, but the Torah is saying that that thing is awful, so it's awful. The Torah is revealing the truth. And by that, all the prayers and all the requests are being accepted and answered. Because the main reason why prayers and requests are not being answered is because that the words does not carry grace. They don't have grace. And they're not entering into the heart of that one that we are asking from him. As if there is no place in his heart that the words will enter to it. And because that the one who is asking does not have grace, that his words will enter to into the heart of the ones that we're asking from. By that, the person is stuck. 
he wants to be answered, but he cannot. So, he should learn Torah. Aval, but, al Torah, by learning Torah, shal yedei that by learning Torah, nitchabrin v'nitkashrin hanun v'achet, the letter nun and the letter chet are being attached, and grace become, because the word grace is the word that is being built by the combination of chet and nun, grace in Hebrew, you say chen, and therefore the Torah is being called ya'alat chen, that it uplifts chen, that is grace, on its learners. And then the person who learns Torah has the merit that his words are words that are full of grace, full of beauty. And then his words and his requests are being accepted, like the one who speaks simple, sweet words of grace that are entering into, that the words are entering into the heart of the one that is being requested, the one that we are asking from. And that is in the aspect of the letter Taf. Now we're adding another letter to that combination. We had Nun, we had Chet, together it becomes Chen, Grace, and now all that building, all that structure together is in the aspect of the letter Taf, the last letter in the Hebrew alphabet. Hainu means that by that, that the Chet and the Nun were attached and connected, and the aspect of grace was created, by that the aspect of the letter Tav is being made. That Tav is in the... Tav is, a less, is the last letter. Letter Tav is a letter that when you say the name of that letter, Tav, it means a mark. It means that when you say the word Tav, it's also the name of the letter, but in Hebrew there is also a word that is Tav. And that word Tav means a mark, a sign. So it's in the aspect of a sign and imprinting something. Like that it's written, Vehitvita Tav, and you marked a mark. Because by that grace, the combination of Chet and Nun, the faith that we believe in Hashem and we're praying to Him. And we see sometimes that prayers are not being answered. And then Rabbeinu, Rabbi Nachman is teaching us that when we learn Torah, grace is being put up on us. And by that grace that is coming by the power of the Torah, we are receiving Chen. So those are the aspects of Nun and Chet that becomes grace. And by that, a mark is being made. That is the aspect of the letter Tav. Because by that grace, a signature, a sign is being imprinted in the heart of the one that is being requested to receive the request. Because by the grace of the person who is asking the request, his words are accepted. So now we understand that the aspect of chen, of grace, carved a place in the heart of the one that we're asking from for the words to enter into his heart and his request to be accepted. And that mark and that sign 
is in the aspect of the letter Tav, like we learned. And that is what that is written in the book of Kohelet by Shlomo HaMelech. Divrei Chachamim, words of wise people, benachat nishmaim, are being heard in comfort, calmly, with grace and mind settled means that when the real Chachamim, the real righteous people, are talking, they can talk in a quiet way, in a calm way, in a relaxed way. They don't need to shout. They don't need to justify their words. They're just slowly, slowly, calmly speaking their words of wisdom. So the combination of the word Nachat, that is that experience of a wise person that is talking calmly, while feeling comfortable with his words, that word is written with the letters Nun, Chet, and Taf. Nun and Chet are the letters that we learned about that reveals the grace on the person that is praying to Hashem by learning Torah first. And the letter Tav is the mark that is being created by the grace. The mark is being created in the heart of the one that we're asking the request from. So those are the aspects of Chen that we learned, grace that we learned, and Tav, the mark that we learned. And by that, the letters Nachat, Nun, Chet, Tav are being made. And then his words are being heard of the ones who is praying and being accepted. His request is being accepted. And therefore, Yaakov that he is the aspect of wisdom, like we learned, he gained chen, he gained grace, like that is written, ki chanani elokim v'chulei, that Yaakov said that Hashem put grace on him, and therefore he blessed the tribes in grace Yaakov on his deathbed, he blessed the holy tribes, in grace, like that it's written, Hailadim Asher Chanan. Those are the children that Hashem gave me with His grace. Ubin Yamin. Now Rabbi Nachman is bringing a certain evidence that all the tribes were blessed in grace. And what is the evidence? That Binyamin, that he was not there back then, was not blessed in grace. Therefore, Yosef blessed him with grace. In the future, in a different verse, we're seeing that Yosef blessed Binyamin in grace. So we see that Yosef corrected or completed the blessing of Yaakov that blessed all the tribes with grace. And because the Binyamin was not there, Yosef completed the blessing and said to him, like that it's written, Elohim yochnecha beni. God will give and put grace upon you, my son. And Yosef was the one that was able to bless him with grace. Why Yosef was chosen to complete the mission of Yaakov? Because Yosef was the most included in the aspect of Yaakov of all the rest of the siblings, of the children of Yaakov. Like that it's written, Ele toldot Yaakov Yosef. Those are the 
children, those are the um, outcomes of Yaakov. And then the verse continues first with the name Yosef, even though that Yosef was not the eldest one, still his name is written first in the list. Eletoldot Yaakov, Yosef, the children of Yaakov are Yosef. So you see that Yosef was the closest one to Yaakov, even though that he was not the first to born. Because he, Yosef, he was the main um, of the children. He was the most important child of all the children of Yaakov. Because Yaakov and Yosef are um, counted as one. And on that, it says, and for that, it says about Yosef, that he is the elder one, that he is as if Yosef was the eldest one for Yaakov, and he is his grace. Yosef was the grace of Yaakov. And the word first to be born, is in the aspect of the wisdom, like we learned. We learned about Yaakov, that Yaakov got the Bechora, the blessing of the first to be born from Esav, because Esav disgraced the Bechora. He did not want to take the Bechora, the blessing. He rather to choose a bowl of soup. That was his decision. And Yaakov, it's written on him, Vayakveni Zepamaim, and Unkalus translated the word Vayakveni, that he was making tricks with his wisdom, that Yaakov was wiser than Esav, and therefore he took the Bechora from Esav. So we see that that is the aspect of wisdom, because it's written, Vechakmani Zepamaim, that he was wiser than him, that Yaakov was wiser than Esav. And that's why it's written, Shoro. Shoro, bull, the animal, is written and mentioned in that verse, Bechor Shoro Hadar Lo, the main firstborn of the bull, of the animal, is his grace. The word Shoro is not meaning only, the meaning of the word Shoro is not only an animal, a male cow, the bull. It's also Leshon Histaklut. Also, you can say, when you say the word Shoro, like the word Shuru, means look. Look at that thing. You can see that thing. So the Hebrew language is using the same combination of letters, Shin, Vav, Resh, Vav, for two different meanings. One is his bull, his animal, and the other one is look at that thing. Because we need to look at the wisdom that is treasured inside everything. Like the Torah, Torah Aleph in Likutei Moran that we're learning begins in that uh, wisdom that the purpose and essence of all creation is that people will look into the depths of creation to try to understand what is the message, what Hashem is trying to tell us, and that's why it's written Hadar Lo. It's His grace. It's His glory, and Unkelus translated Ziv Le. It's His light. Because the wisdom is shining to the person in anything. Like that example that I gave you last time we spoke about it. That I said that everything in this world has a purpose to it. And when you understand the purpose, you can enjoy that thing. When you don't understand that 
purpose, you cannot enjoy that thing if for you uh, a, a computer, you don't know what it is and you're going to find one on your office table, you can use it to hold your papers that it will not fly in the wind. But because that you don't know the real purpose of a computer, that it meant to ruin your life and destroy your eyes, so you're not going to use it properly, but you're just going to use it for like a weight, like a stone, to just put it on top of papers. But if you would know what's the real purpose of a computer, you would use it wisely. So the wisdom is shining for the person in anything, even in a place that was dark. The wisdom is shining for him when he has the merit to look into the wisdom that is treasured in anything, and it brings him closer to Hashem Yitbarach. Here we finish the second part of the Torah Aleph in Likutei Moran, last part of first Torah in Likutei Moran. Now, breaking down the explanation of the Torah that was said by Rabbi Bar Bar Chana, that Rabbeinu Rabbi Nachman of Breslev is explaining to us and showing that all that wisdom that he explained until now fits into those holy words of Rabbi Bar Bar Chana. So, the Gemara is saying, Here we're going to see the explanation to the words of Rabbi Bar Bar Chana. So Rabbi Bar Bar Chana said, Hai Gala, that wave, the Matba Lisfinta, that um, breaks down the boat, the ship, and makes it drown. Mitchaze Kitsutsita Denura Chivarta Bereisha. Shows it itself as a white fire, a spark of a bright fire, in the first place, in the beginning. That's how it pretends to be. And we are erasing it, breaking it. With the staff, the chakik ale, that is carved on it, written on it. Gonna be the one that I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the one that I'm gonna be. Like that Hashem told Moshe. Rashbam, the... Um, commentary on the Gemara is saying the spark of white fire, of bright fire that made out of um, white fire is a damaging angel. It seems like it's bright, it seems like it's white fire, like something positive but the truth is that it's a damaging angel. Now we're going to see Gala the wave is the evil inclination. The matbalisfinta that breaks and push the boat down to sink, drowning the sink, the the ship. Who hachen v'chashivut? That is the grace and the importance, the light of the souls, that they are leshon safun v'chashuv. When we're mentioning the name sfina, that is a ship, we're calling it sefina. Sefina sounds like the word safun. Safun means hidden. So there is a hint in the word Sfina that it's trying to drown, that the evil inclination is trying to drown our grace and our importance, the importance and greatness of each soul. 
because the evil inclination wants to drown and humiliate, God forbid, the aspect of kindness, of grace, and importance of the people of Israel, that they are in the aspect of kingship of holiness. That's why people out there in the world, God forbid, um, thinks negative thoughts about people of Israel and the people of Israel seems not to be holy and righteous and pure to their eyes because there is a huge Yetzirah, evil inclination, that works on that greatly to hide the importance and greatness of those holy people of Israel. And it shows itself as if it is a spark of bright fire in the first place. Because in the beginning, the evil inclination dresses itself in mitzvot, in obligations. When misleading the person as if it's offering him to keep a mitzvah. If you're going to come to a person that is observant and tell him, listen, go sin, let's go sin, do something bad, like steal, murder, whatever. He's going to say, no, no way, I'm, I'm not doing it, it's clear that he does not want to walk in that path. But if you're going to tell him, listen, no, it's a mitzvah, it's something important, come, I need your help, just give me a hand, and you like start taking him with you one step at a time, and you are pretending that you're offering him to come and keep a mitzvah with you, in that way, he might not notice that you're actually failing him to sin, to violate the mitzvot. So the Yetzirah dresses itself into mitzvot. So many times you can see like, uh, let's say, a rabbi online that will tell you, you need to do this, you need to do that. And like that rabbi is full of Yetzirah, of evil inclination. His speeches, his words are full of hatred, full of negativity, full of his own bad attributes. And he will try to tell you, no, it's a mitzvah to do so, it's a mitzvah to do so. But actually, the evil inclination is dressing himself in those mitzvot that are not mitzvot at all. They're just complete Yetzirah, complete advice of the evil inclination and just showing itself as if it is a mitzvah but even though a damaging angel he is and we're racing it with that staff that imprinted on it i'm going to be the one that i'm going to be that that is one of the holiest names of hashem of the creator means that the main way to surrender the evil inclination is by the torah that it is all the names of akadosh baruch Hu, of the creator and the Torah is in the aspect of the letter Vav, that it's the letter Vav, and the shape of the letter Vav is like that, and it seems like a hook, and as well the numeral value of the letter Vav is 6, because the tablets, their length was 6, and their width was 6. So this is why it's the aspect of Torah, because it's written... Alvata, and Alvata is that staff that is in the shape and aspect of the letter Vav. And that's the aspect of the word Alvata, that staff. The Hainu Maklot, sticks. The Chakika that it's imprinted on it, Hainu Shemot, aspects of names, holy names, aspect of the Torah, that is the aspect of the letter Vav, because we saw the tablets are Vav on Vav, six on six. And the letter Vav is in the shape of a stick, a staff. And it's all names of Hashem Barach. Means that the Torah HaKadoshah, the Holy Torah, is surrendering the evil inclination. That the evil inclination wants to make the person completely crazy, God forbid, because a sinner is crazy. Like that our holy sages said in the Gemara Masechet Sukkah. 
a person will not sin unless he found negative spirit, spirit of, of nonsense, empty spirit, um, getting inside to him. And like that the crazy people, there are two ways to make them sane, to bring them back to sanity, or to hit them, means to tie them or to hold them or like to put force up on them because else if you're not going to catch them and hold them straight and strong, um, they just continuing with their craziness and madness. And the other way to help them is to put on them names, means, or to say holy names by the methods of Mekubalim, that Mekubalim or real true righteous people knows which names are the ones to bring sanity to the mind of that crazy person, or for that crazy person to start learning Torah that is all names of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And by that, slowly, slowly, he will come back to his senses. And like that, the crazy people, we said, um, okay, so the Torah Kedusha, when people are learning it, when we are learning Torah, it's in the aspect of Maklot Veshemot, rebu- sta- sti- staffs, stiff staff staffs, staffs and names. It means hittings, like an aspect of the rebukes of the Torah that is rebuking us and teaching us. And names means the holy names of Hashem that are all written in the Torah that brings sanity and wisdom to the person who learns it. And by that, we are hitting and surrendering the evil inclination and rejecting it from the person, rejecting the craziness and the negative spirit that came into him. In the aspect of umchinan lebealvata, like it's written that that's the way by the words of Barbar Khana that said that we're hitting the wave that is the evil inclination that pretends to be mitzvot, a good pure obligation. We're hitting it with that staff that the name of Hashem is printed on it. And by that we're canceling that evil inclination. So here we saw that by the Torah, by the Torah, um, we are, um, all the requests and all the the prayers are being accepted um, because the Torah brings back the grace, the kindness on the person, like we learned in the first part of learning Torah Aleph in Kutemoran. And on that it's written as well in the verse from Tehillim, Praiseworthy are those ones that are um, walking in the path of Hashem, in the path of the Torah of Hashem. Praiseworthy are the ones that are innocent. Like we said, the word Ashrei sounds like the word Shur. Shur is look, not only praiseworthy or happy are those ones. Also, look. So look on that path. The aspect of Yaakov that was innocent. That he is in the aspect of wisdom, like we said. We learned it in the beginning of the Torah. So the simple way of looking and observing on life is to look on the wisdom that there is in everything, any intersection and situation in our lives. That is the aspect of being innocent like Yaakov, that Yaakov was an innocent man. That we're achieving by the Torah, and therefore it's written in the next part of the verse, for those ones who are walking in the path of Torah of Hashem. Because by learning Torah with power, by that you give power to the holy kingship, to the kingship of holiness, in the aspect of the letter Nun, to receive from the wisdom that is in the aspect of the letter Chet. And by that, Chen, that is grace, is becoming. 
and the words of the person that is praying are being accepted. And by that, the chen, that is the grace and the importance of the people of Israel, are rising, and all the prayers and all the requests are being accepted. We enjoyed and finished learning Torah Aleph in Ikutem Oran, and Be'ezrat Hashem, in the next few days, we will continue learning Torah Bet, and on and on, till the end. This is Dror Moshe Kasuto. Glad you've been listening. The Emuna Project is a non-profit dedicated to producing faith-based media like this podcast. To support our work and to see all our activities, books, and services, visit emuna.com. That's E-M-U-N-A-H dot com. You can also connect with me on social media at Rav Dror for posts and updates. Chazaku Baruch, strength and blessing.